This is Skip Hall welcoming you to Heart of the Athlete, brought to you by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring athletes, coaches, and sports personalities of the Treasure Valley. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA, that's the Fellowship of Christian Athletes radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM. Uh, I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And uh, in the studio this morning is uh, Jonathan Borges uh, from uh, Northwest Nazarene University. Jonathan, it's great to have you in the studio with us this morning. Well, thank you, Ken. And it's actually my, my, my pleasure to be here today. Well, we're just uh, blessed you know, from the Lord, obviously, to, to have you in here and looking forward to hearing what God's been doing in your life uh, this morning. So, um, But first, folks, we want to thank our sponsors uh, for their generous support of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and uh, KBXL here and, and the radio, the Heart of the Athlete radio show. First of all, Mike Verdon Auto and RV Sales there on Fairview Avenue in Meridian. I appreciate Mike's support, both of uh, the FCA and the show. And folks, if you're looking for um, a car and uh, any uh, any autos or RVs, go by and take a look at at Mike and what they've got there. Um, they got some great um, great deals, and they really try to serve you and help you out. And so check them out. And then also um, Skip Hall and Associates, uh, uh, former Boise State head football coach Skip Hall. We appreciate his uh, continued support of of this show and and FCA and. Uh, his financial service business and wealth management services, investment planning, um, uh, is they just do a great job over there. So if you have questions about uh, trust or any corporate or individual accounts, um, uh, we can get you in touch with, uh, with Hall & Associates as well as Jim's Well Drilling. Appreciate their support. So if you have a piece of property uh, that you need to have a well drilled. Jim is the guy to do it. And, uh, please give Jim a call. He's just a great man, a guy. We appreciate his support of SCA. And lastly, Awakenings Coffee, uh, house there on the corner, the Northwest corner of, uh, Overland and five mile. And, uh, we appreciate their support of, uh, this, this radio show. So, well, Jonathan, it's, uh, great to have you here. And, um, you're a, you're a senior over at, Northwest Nazarene University, right? Yes, yes. And uh, you've been uh, playing soccer over there at NNU. Yeah. And um, how many years have you have you attended school at NNU? Well, this is I'm I'm gonna complete my second year um, this May, and I'll be gra- graduating too this this May. So it will be my second year at NNU. Wow, that's great. And um, so you get to play two years here, two seasons at Northwest Nazarene on the soccer program over there with Joel and the guys. And, uh, and I know you got to, you've been, uh, an FCA leader on campus at Northwest yeah. Nazarene yeah. this last year. And how has that been for you to be a part of FCA on the campus at NNU and be one of the leaders this year? Well, it, it has definitely been a, a, a real blessing for me, um, I don't know. It started really, really fast. Everything like just first semester, I came to NNU, and I was already struggling with making new friends and stuff because I was super uh, just busy with everything that was going on with soccer and everything. And I wanted to 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 get involved in the in the NNU community, which is amazing. So I met one of my one of my friends. Um, she uh, her name is Amy Wheeler. Um, and she brought me to NNU. She presented me uh, to FCA for the first time. And from there, <laughs> I just fell in love. 
Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember being at that first meeting I, I that you attended, and I remember them uh, when we closed in prayer that day. I remember them asking you to pray. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you remember that? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, that was a that was that was a challenge. I was I was I was caught out. I don't know out of base, <laughs> if that makes sense. Because um, English is not your first language. English is it? not my first language. Yeah, and and that's why that first time I didn't pray in English and. I mean, after that, I feel pretty comfortable. Um, right. People just um, welcome me very well. And so I felt really good after that. Well, that's great. And that was last year. And then this year, this school yeah. year, you've been one of on our leadership team. And we just appreciate your time. I know it's taken a little extra effort, and but it's been great to have you involved in, yeah. in, in doing that. And so you... Obviously, you didn't play your whole career here at in Nampa, yeah. at NNU. Um, you, you came to... Um, to NU uh, through kind of through Kansas, but tell us a little bit about that. How you ended up in Kansas, and then and how you ended up at NNU. Well, I ended up in Kansas um, through an agency. Um, they signed players and from from my country, from Venezuela. Um, then they they sign contracts with players and and help them and and teach them how to do um, how to get a scholarship and. And guide them in in the in the decisions that we make and everything, and so that's how I I, I first found uh, the school in in Kansas, Coffeyville Community College, and uh, I spent there my my first two years of college, played there, um, went to nationals there. Um, I was I was able to to make the second team All American and to have honorable mentions. So it was a really it was a really good time over there. That's great, and and you, uh, from what I remember, you you didn't speak English at that point I when did you, not. you you when you came to the United States, is that right? Yeah. And, and got in there at Coffeyville Community College. Yeah, it was actually one of the biggest challenges because um, I studied English for about six months before I I left the country, so I I pretty much didn't know anything. I I knew the the very basics of English, like. Hello, how are you? I'm hungry. Where's the bathroom and stuff like that? But I couldn't, I couldn't talk to people like this. So it was definitely a challenge. Well, you're very, you're very fluent in English now. Well, so thank you. And, uh, <laughs> well, and, and I know that uh, you had a teammate that was actually recruited at NNU, and you came along with that, and then, yeah. and then you ended up being the one yeah. that they got on the team here, that's, which is that's, that's kind of a funny story. Um, one of my best friends uh, at Coffeeville Community College um, wanted to come to school together with me. We wanted to keep playing soccer together. And so we were looking at schools together and stuff. And so he, the coach, um, the NNU coach, started recruiting him. Um, and so he recommended me to contact the coach. And so I did. I contacted the coach and, and sent him. Uh, my highlight videos and all my information and everything. And so he started talking to me too. Um, and so we came here for visit and, and practice with the team and everything. And after all that, he ended up liking me and not my best friend. Oh. So <laughs> it's kind of like, I don't know, it's weird. It's funny, but right. Um, I guess it was the best decision because now he's at another school and I'm here and, and both of us are having a great time. That's right. And he and gets a, great. He got to come to FCA camp yeah, last was, summer, yeah, and you guys got 
and you were working together at the College Church of the Nazarene yeah. over there in Nampa. So you guys got reconnected, which was great. And yeah, after to... after a whole year of being apart, we 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 got the chance to to spend the whole summer together. So that was a really good time. Um, we got to play together. We got to serve at a at the FCA camp. Also work for in the in the College Church of the Nazarene mm-hmm. together. So. We did pretty much everything together, just just <laughs> just, just like the old times. And I get to so meet that him. was that was a really really good time. Yeah, well, we we appreciate you guys uh, coming and serving at the of FCA course. camp, and we're gonna yeah. hopefully we'll have some time to talk about that a little later. Yeah. But uh, so you you grew up in Venezuela, and uh, and eventually had to move to Brazil, yeah. and uh, you. Uh, uh, but how, how did you come to know Jesus? You know what? Tell us a little bit about that, and and what was it like for Jonathan? What was it for Jonathan growing up in Venezuela and yeah. then moving to Brazil? Yeah. Well, I grew up um, twenty years in Venezuela before I came to the United States. Be- before that, um, I knew Jesus, but I didn't have a relationship with him. Uh, my family wasn't very active in the church or anything like that, but. They claim to be Christians, um, so some somehow I knew that Jesus was there. That I knew who Jesus was. I knew what God was. I knew what having a relationship with God meant, maybe. But I didn't have my own. So mm-hmm. um, I came to the United States, and I was just talking about this agency that brought me here and stuff, and and everything fell apart because. As soon as I got here, this agency thing uh, ended up being a fraud, a lie. So oh, wow. it was a, I mean, it was really hard because no coaches knew that I was coming here as a soccer player. Um, the international advisor of the school didn't know I was coming here to study. So it was kind of hard to figure it out and, and to, to get me started in school back in Kansas because I couldn't even speak English really well. And so nobody knew well, what I was do- <laughs> what I was doing here. So I was I wasn't technically supposed to be here. So that was a really hard challenge. Just and like airdropped there yeah, in definitely. Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my freshman year was really rough. Um, I I I I fell into this cycle of making the wrong decisions, having the wrong friends, and. Um, it was it was a it was a really toxic cycle in my life. So after that year, um, I went back home, and I pretty much uh, got reset again. And so um, when I came back, I met my best friend, um, mm-hmm. the one that we were just talking about, um, and he presented me with the word. Uh, I saw him praying every morning on his knees, and it was weird to me because I've never seen somebody like that. So. Right. He he kind of sparkled like that that little fire of of curiosity and mm-hmm. and he made me started questioning what he was doing and why he was doing those things and mm-hmm. how those things work in his life and, and 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 I would see him every day full of joy full of uh, hope and everything and I didn't have that because I was really in a dark place if that makes sense mm-hmm. even though I was having success in my soccer career my first year I wasn't really having that joy in my heart there mm-hmm. that wasn't there because I didn't have a relationship with God at all and so he started guiding me through that path 
to that path. So along with a family that they they have their ministry, their ministry is is pretty much taking care of the international students and mm-hmm. offering lunches for them and mm-hmm. and actually taking them to the church and wow. and just presenting just them with their word. Guys. Yeah, just loving us. Wow. And it really makes a difference. It really makes a difference mm-hmm. when 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 you are in 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 a different country. You're far from home. You have your family around. You don't have people around that you can that they know you and they can they can love on you when you need it the most. Mm-hmm. So, I think those people were crucial in my life at that point. And so, that's how I came to Jesus. I that's how I came to actually know Jesus and, wow. and come to a relationship with Him. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, the, you know, it sounds like that couple, and then your best friend. They, uh, yeah, they were uh, they were the hands and feet, and the yeah. and the and the words and the actions of Jesus. Yeah. Jesus was working through them, and that was attractive to you. That 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 message of hope, yeah, and security and and joy, like you mentioned, which are things that are missing oftentimes in our world if we get wrapped up in sports or whatever it is. So, yeah. Well, folks, if you're just joining us here on the Heart of Athlete, we're visiting with NNU senior soccer player uh, Jonathan Borges. Uh, and uh, Jonathan, what was it like for you growing up in Venezuela? What sports did you do when you were a kid in Venezuela? <laughs> well, that's kind of funny because um, in Venezuela, like we do sports like it's it's seasonal. So growing up, you play all of the sports pretty much. Um, I played basketball. I played soccer. I played baseball. I did some other stuff related to sports. I, I did music, so I pretty much did a little bit of everything, uh-huh. um, but I ended up loving the most, just soccer, <laughs> uh-huh. and so I stayed with soccer. Uh-huh. But yeah, I grew up doing different stuff, different sports, and I was really involved. That's cool. I know there's a lot of good baseball players who come out of Venezuela. Yeah, We've definitely. had some Venezuela players with the uh, Boise Hawks, the single-A short team here in Boise, yeah. and uh, and so that's been neat to, to see them. So. Um, I know that um, now your family doesn't live in Venezuela any longer, right? Yeah. They live in Brazil. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, they moved just recently um, because of the situation in Venezuela. Um, there's there's communism going on. There's socialism going on. And, and the economy of the country has been just destroyed. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's pushed people away from the country. People are just fleeing from the country, um, mm-hmm. trying to... To, to have a better life, to offer something better for their family. So um, um, my my parents had to move recently to Sao Paulo. Hmm. Wow. So um, you're a senior. You're getting ready to graduate from NNU. Where, yes. And I'm sure you're super excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what, what's your major over there at NNU? Um, I'm majoring in kinesiology, which is sports medicine. Mm-hmm. And... I have a minor in psychology, uh, in counseling. Well, that's cool. And what do you feel like? Uh, what do you feel like God's leading you with that? Uh, if you had any impressions from the Lord about maybe what you want to do with that? Well, what what really has been always in my heart is just helping people, going out there and helping people in in a way that they can they can be affected in a positive way. Mm-hmm. So, um, since I'm so involved with sports and 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 soccer in general um i thought i would be able to help people through 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 medicine mm-hmm. and in sports so i decided to 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 do kinesiology um 
And so, but now I feel like I'm leading, I'm, I'm leaning more towards uh, counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I can, I can help people more in that or better in that, in, in that way, because I'm, I'm really good at, at connecting with people personally, just at a one to one on one level. And right. so face to face, so I feel like I can, I can do that in, it's been in my heart for a long time. So uh-huh. having the opportunity now, I feel it's a good thing to, for me to do. Right. Well, I know that you, you know, as an athlete have really tried to bring glory to God and, and, yeah. and use your gifts for his glory. And I, yes. I don't doubt in any, any way that if you end up in the medicine side of it or the counseling side that you're, you're going to, you know, look for opportunities to glorify God in that and be used by him. Yeah. And we certainly need just more, more folks like yourself in those fields, you know, uh, you know, pointing people to Christ and, and that he's the ultimate answer. Yeah. So, well, you get to, um, you know, obviously we were talking about competing, you know, and, and, and as you shared earlier that you were, uh, a non-Christian while you were there at, you hadn't met Christ really before when you were still competing as a, in Venezuela, as well as when you first came to Kansas and competed yes. and then you became a Christian. How is, how did that change in, in you, your view of athletics and sports and, and your performance and stuff when, you know, before becoming to Christ and then after coming to Christ and then, and then coming to NNU, I mean, what was that like for you, you know, having Jesus, and and that relationship um, helping you compete. Yeah, well, it was definitely the shift <laughs> for me. I feel like um, I had a, a a weight taken off my shoulders when I when I started not playing for myself but for Jesus. Um, first of all, I I was I was able to to get some of that joy that my friend would would have. So um, it was different. Like the whole feeling for soccer and for sports overall changed. Mm-hmm. So I would do it more for, for the Lord and, and and for the love that I have for the sports more mm-hmm. than just um, to create a name of myself or to create something that that was just to like pray praise myself for people to praise um, to to praise me. Yeah. So uh, it was definitely um, a change, positive change. So um, I felt more like I, I was I was I had a purpose. I was mm-hmm. I was using my talent in the right way. I mm-hmm. was using my my gifts in the in in the right way and for the right reason. Hmm. That's neat. It's, it, as you're sitting there, it reminds me of just you know a puzzle piece fitting fitting in exactly where it was designed to fit in, and that you yes. felt compelled that that you that you were doing God's purpose. And so that's neat. I recently I think I shared with you last week. Um, I I'd recently heard a, a former professional soccer player, Graham Daniels. He's a pastor in Wales. And uh, he was talking about how, um, you know, obviously God created sports. And uh, that, and then Graham went on to say that, you know, God created sports to, you know, for us to enjoy, but also for us to see him. Yeah. And as you were, as you were talking about that and, you know, how God fulfilled his purposes out in you and that you felt more fulfilled and, and that joy of being able, yes. able to compete. So. Well, um, I, I was just curious, Jonathan, if there was a passage of scripture or, or a verse that uh, maybe God's really been speaking to you maybe lately or this year, or maybe it's your life verse. Is there a passage of scripture that 
really that God's really owned for you? Yeah, definitely. There are there are actually two passages that have been speaking to me since the very first day um, that I came to know Jesus, and one of them is is the passage or or, or the story of Jesus walking on the waters, mm. um, which is Matthew fourteen twenty two through thirty three. Um, this is a passage that that has um, a different meaning for me. Um, it's not just the the story of Jesus walking on the water, but but for me, it's more the response of the apostles, um, in particular of Peter, um, at that time when when all the disciples saw that somebody was walking on the waters, they got super scared because and they thought he was a he was a ghost. Mm-hmm. But then Jesus said, uh, "Don't be afraid, it's me." Um, Peter had a different response to it. He said, well, if it's you, then call me so I can walk in the waters with you. And Jesus called him, and he did walk on the waters. Um, and then when he was walking on the waters, we can see the, the, his humanness, his um, nature. Uh, he, he was afraid. He felt he doubted, and, and he felt like he was sinking in the water again, and he cried out to Jesus. Um, to save him, and and Jesus did, Jesus did, and I feel like that relates a lot to what happened in my life and what's been happening in my life. There is times where I have felt like I want to walk on the waters. I have felt that that courage, and and said, you know what, Jesus, I want to walk with you, and I want to do this with you. I can do it on my own, and right. I have done it, and I've decided to to have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But there is always times where. I'm afraid when I'm fear. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel fear, and there's doubts. There is there is this um, un- uncertainty, and many at many I don't know times in life. For example, when I was um, when I first got here, um, that was a time of uncertainty. I didn't know what to do. Lots I of challenges. Didn't know what was gonna happen? Yeah. So um, it was a time where I where I definitely felt like I was sinking. Um, and then moving to to Idaho, not not everything was super easy for me because I felt like I was having to adapt myself once again. I was starting over once again, so mm-hmm. I felt again that this fear, this right. doubt, and and yeah. I felt like I was I was sinking again in right. the waters. And of course, I would cry out to Jesus again, and, and He saved me. He gave me opportunities like FCA right. to be able to share my love for Jesus. Um, and and actually be an example uh, an example for other people. So mm-hmm. that that's been a, a great a great blessing for me. I love that story too. And uh, you know, and as as Peter stayed focused on Christ, had his eyes fixed on Christ, and he didn't sink. And then as he was sinking, he was yeah. focused on himself. And so yes. I love that. Well, Jonathan, we just have just a, about a minute left here, and I know you get to serve at FCA camp this last summer. Um, you know, uh, there might be some folks out there listening, some parents or grandparents, or maybe there's some athletes or maybe some college students. Why, why come to FCA camp as a camper and, uh, and uh, in, in your opinion? And, and what, what did you see God do at FCA camp last summer? Well, last summer was, was crazy, actually, <laughs> in a positive way. Um, FCA camp was just such an amazing time. It's, it's an amazing week where, where we, can, uh, we can 
experience sports together and come together as a family, as a community, and also learn about Jesus and, and how we can relate those things, those two things together. And so a lot of the kids come with the with the mindset of, of coming to play soccer and they end up, uh, I don't know, coming to Christ. And mm -hmm. so it's it's just beautiful. Yeah. And there there's a lot of things that happened in, 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 in that week. So... That's cool. I, I would definitely recommend it. Well, I love what you described there because, uh, you know, so many times we have our, our eyes on the creation. In your case, you said that kids come into camp, FCA camp, their eyes focused on soccer, the creation, but they leave focused on the creator, yes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so thank you. Thank you for being a part of that last summer and, and pointing kids to Jesus. Uh, by using your gifts in soccer. And uh, and it's just been a huge blessing to have you on the air this morning. So thank you for taking the time to come over and and, and, uh, and be here. So uh, folks, we've been visiting this morning with Jonathan Borges. And so Jonathan, thank you for being here on the air with of course, us. My pleasure. Well, folks, uh, if you're interested in getting involved with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho, or you're interested in that FCA camp that Jonathan was just talking about, you can go to our website at fcaidaho.org. There's lots of registration information about FCA camp and, and campus huddles, but uh, and then also there's some videos, uh, testimony videos on there, uh, and some highlight videos of uh, FCA camp. So um, go to fcaidaho.org. Well, Jonathan, thanks for being on the show for with us this morning. Yeah, thank you, guys. Wow.